Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Let's be real here. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. I always tell people who listen to watch my show to lead with their gifts. And don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews I do on Money Making Conversations are for you. I invite celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers on my show to discuss their careers. Because I consider what they're doing is successful. And what better way to get advice if is from successful people. My next guest is what I call young success, Soraya. She's an actress, singer, dancer, and model known as the singer Tiana Brown that she portrayed on Lee Daniels' hit Fox TV series, Empire. Soraya is starring on the upcoming Lifetime original movie. She told me her first lead story role, Envy, a seven deadly sin story. But that's not all she's doing besides this new movie, Envy. Next up for Soraya, she's co-starring in the upcoming BET movie, Favorite Son, directed by the one and only Robin Givens, which is expected to be released this year. She has a new single coming out soon called Tell Me About Myself, featuring my boy Rick <laughs> Ross. Soraya was also just recently announced to join the Stars drama series. This girl busy. Who's managing her? Who's managing her? I want to manage her. She's doing everything. Join the, Sar- the Stars drama series Black Mafia Family, executive produced by the one and only 50 Cent. Not 25, 25, 50 Cent. In a recurring role. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation. I tell you, she's a rising star. She's beautiful. She's fantastic. I just saw her in her starring role, Envy, a seven deadly sin story. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation, Soraya. Hi, thank you so much for having me. What an intro. Thank you. First of all, first of all, girl, does the word, okay, you know, I've been fortunate in this business, managing a lot of big talent, work with a lot of big talent. And I know when a resume starts to come together and you, and we always shut down during the pandemic and it all caught us off guard. How did you really handle the pandemic and then to be start, you know, putting yourself in the position where you got all these properties that are happening in 2021 and they will extend into 2022. Let's walk through that pandemic shutdown and then starting to come out of it, out of that pandemic funk. Yeah, so interesting. The pandemic hit us all and, you know, we were all unprepared and not ready for that one, Um, especially not to be out of commission for nearly a year or more for some people. Um, Empire ended abruptly, two episodes shy of finishing our sixth season, um, our sixth and final season. So it sent me home to L.A., um, much like the rest of the world, pretty much in shock. Um, and the year continued on 2020, as we know it, uh, just trying to figure out health and family and figure out what's, what's next. Thank God. Um, I, 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 I did like, I don't know, a hundred self tape auditions throughout quarantine and, and, you know, towards the end when things started opening back up is when I kind of broke through and, um, I landed my first lead role envy, which is the first thing I shot out of quarantine, uh, back in December or something like that. Um, so that was basically how it happened for me. Quarantine was very much of a test, 
um, and a trial. <laughs> um, I learned a lot about myself and a lot about my family. It was a much needed break, though, because I was going for six seasons straight of Empire, which is like six years. Um, and it, it was definitely a much needed break that I needed for just to be still and, and be in the moment. But, you know, the amazing thing about because we all know Hollywood is and you know you can get on a series and you you start buy a new car and that might be the biggest mistake because it can get canceled and to be on a series that you know <laughs> just just i mean it was a rocket ship launch for that series because it did something that never happened in the history of television it it grew every week it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and so and you on that launching pad tell us how it affected you it's all positive but nobody you know you you just get on the show first of all you get on the show you're happy to be working First of all, let's get that out the way. Happy to get to working to pay some checks, and you wanted to keep working so you can build some momentum and put some money in the account and call yourself a working actor or actress. Talk about the that whole beginning portion of the Empire explosion. Well, for me, you're absolutely correct. For me, starting Empire was very different. It was my first kind of TV role. Mm -hmm. um, and... Um, it was just that so many first experiences dealing with empire and in, in the new fame, the newfound success around it, <laughs> obviously by the third, fourth episode, we were the leading numbers, um, TV since I think they said since the Cosby show. Yes, yes. So <laughs> it was, it was huge all over the world, which, which also made it different because it was, you know, main TV Fox. So, um, it was a lot of adjusting for me. I was 19 at the time and, um, I was coming straight from college at that time. And I, was I was just, you know, taking the punches as they roll and and learning so much and working so extremely hard on that show. I a lot of my um, earlier performances on the show was um, dancing dance, big dance numbers. And so I would rehearse, you know, 12, 16 hours shoot for 16 to 18 hours while wearing heels, while having to recite lines. But it was it was boot camp for me, um, to be honest. And I'm so grateful for the experience, though, because I know what hard work is and, and how to make, you know, something as glamorous as Empire, um, how to make that happen. Yeah, it's really wonderful because, like you said, uh, and coming from an African-American perspective, to see the explosion of color program, a brown color program, or African-American programming. You know, I'm, I'm so happy that you got to experience this awakening of Hollywood, where you have options. And to be in a series on Lifetime, you know, is executive produced by Sean Robinson and Bishop T.D. Jakes, or Lifetime starring role. Okay, now, did, now did, did Empire prepare you for the starring role, Soraya? Um, Empire definitely did. I would mm -hmm. say I would give thanks to Empire for so many, so many growth spurts in my uh, career. Um, definitely, I've had a lot of training. Um, I've, I've, I'm always one to get better at my craft. So on my off time, I was taking acting classes actually by Tasha Smith at her acting school in, in LA. She's also was on Empire. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I love her. I adore her. Um, but I was always, I'm always looking to get better at everything I do. So that was something that I self-invested in on my off time to make sure that when I got 
any other type of role, I would be ready for it. And I know how to attack it, you know, head first. Um, for me, it was, it was more of a, a destiny thing, uh-huh. how I ended up on Empire. <laughs> so I didn't go to acting school, uh, but I, I definitely invested myself into time into doing that on my off time. Okay, now, okay, now, so you, you told me some information. You said, Rashawn, it was a destiny thing about Empire. I didn't go to acting school, but you left out. So how did you get the role? Yes, so... Basically, what happened is I was I had just enrolled into college. Um, uh, I was going to a, a community college in, mm-hmm. in L.A. Mm-hmm. And my one of my good friends called me and I was doing some modeling uh, at that time, some print work. I just did not have a theatrical agent at the time, uh, which a theatrical agent helps you get roles in on TV and in, in, uh, word speaking characters and things like that. So, um, my friend called me and he's, he's kin of Lee Daniels. And he said, you know, my uncle who was Lee Daniels, <laughs> I didn't know this. So, stop that uh, right there. Stop that. This is, this is getting out of hand. Okay. So the, the, he's kin to it. You, you know, some country talk, you know that, right? He's kin to Lee Daniels. I didn't know Lee Daniels. <laughs> You know, all Lee Daniels at that point, you know, Oscar, all this stuff. This is Lee Daniels, Lee Daniels. And so your little 19-year-old behind at community college can sing, dance, look beautiful. Continue with your story. I'm just setting up it all up. Where's that? Where's this? No, going? yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> um, and so he told me, you know, he's like, you know, they've been looking for this character. They've been auditioning, you know, they've auditioned all over the world at this point for, for the whole cast of Empire. Mm-hmm. Um and um, they haven't found their girl. And I said, well, of course I would love to audition. You know, I sent him all of my stuff and he sent it to the people, the powers that be. Um, and they said, yeah, let's see her. She has a great look. And um, I auditioned about two or three times. And we got a call from Lee Daniels saying she, we love her. She's perfect. She has to audition for Fox. Um, so I auditioned for Fox. I went to Fox Network in Beverly Hills. And I auditioned there, and I got the role, and they shipped me sh- to Chicago. First, first flight <laughs> out of there. Now, <laughs> Chicago, one of my favorite cities, by the way. So you go and you you're in great stomping grounds. Of course, the winter, you learn some things about Chicago. In the winter time, you better right. learn. You better learn how to dress in Chicago for winter, because it's not like any other winter. L.A. girl, you learned that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, learned my lesson. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now, here's the beauty of this conversation, because you told me earlier you're taking acting classes now with Tasha Smith. So it meant that when you was auditioning, all that was natural, correct? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Okay, okay now, let's let's talk about confidence. What, what, what allowed you, because I can't act. I'm going to just be honest with you. I can't act. I can do stand-up comedy. I can motivate you. I can interview you. But put a script in front of me, I fall mm-hmm. apart. What, what what natural skill that you have allowed you to get to that audition? Because you have to have confidence because they kept asking you to come back. So you had no background on how, do I, do I change up? Do I get louder? What do I do? Were you, were, were you talking to anybody in between the audition, Soraya, or what? No, 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 no. At the time, it was me and my mom. She stayed up with me going over lines, and we just kind of took it to the approach that we think, you know, it was pretty straightforward um, that we think it should have. And and it worked the first time. So we're like, let's do the same thing. Um, I just made sure I was off book, obviously, that 
that means that I memorized everything. And, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I went in there the second time and we, and we had to, because it's a music show, we had to sing and okay. I had to sing rap and recite lines. Okay, cool. So, good, good. Cause you, yeah. you got me killing. I can't rap. I can't sing. So your boy's already out. You know, I'm already out. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was very nerve wracking, but, but I got through it. And, and I think, um, well, obviously right. they, they loved it. And you know, what was really cool that you brought up. I'm sorry not to go off topic too much, but, um, you brought up about African-Americans and it was really dope that uh, the character, I just came as myself. And at this time I had big, my big curly hair and that's just how my hair is. It was my whole life. And um, that made such a huge impact that I had no idea what that would on TV. Cause I didn't realize that so many African-American actresses didn't wear their natural hair on TV. I didn't know that. And so when I appeared with my big Afro on Fox network, um, it was, it, I have so many young black girls and, and so many, uh, natural uh, community and natural, uh, companies for hair that reached out to me. And I, I, it was, it was really awesome to, um, have an impact on, on people in that way. Here's the funny part about it. A lot of people thought it wasn't real. I'm sure, right? I know. <laughs> because that wasn't that not normal. That's not normal, you know. But if you've been your hair would been straight, oh, that's our hair. That's a, oh, she's wearing a wig. That's not our hair. That's not our hair. And that's why you right. know, when, when watching the series and watching you grow, because it's really interesting when I watch young talent like you, because you're special. Believe me, you're special. You're gifted. And but I want to ask this other question before we move to the series and talk about envy, a seven deadly sins. Because I want to talk about learning your audition as a natural actress, natural instincts, and followed your gut along with your mom, natural instincts. Mm-hmm. Then you got on the series, and then you went to Tasha Smith. What did you learn from her classes that enabled you to improve as an actress and prepare you for a lead series like that you're doing in Envy that's airing on Lifetime? Oh my gosh, so much. I learned um, technique. I learned different exercises and ways to get into the character quicker, especially for auditions. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned, she she brought me out of my shell. Um, Tasha brought me out of my shell for sure. Uh, I learned how to just let go and be free in the moment. And that's something that, that Taraji and Terrence actually told me as well. Um, but to be able to put it on its feet and really do it yourself is, is, is where you learn, okay, I can do this. And when you have confidence that, you know, you can do it. And I had a breakthrough, um, class one time and, and, and it was went really, really well. And from then on, I said, okay, like I can, I can, I can tackle anything, any role that comes my way. And, and, and quarantine really strengthened me um, because I auditioned so much. I, mm-hmm. I sent in so many self tapes, mm-hmm. so many self tapes. And believe me, self tapes can be um, not always uh, the best thing to do because you don't know. You just because you you're looking at first of all, right. you have no makeup on. You don't know you dressed in average. So really, I, I always call self tapes like doing stuff in black and white because I always tell people the black and white era before they had color and explosion and blood. You really had to act on black and white 
movies of black and white Absolutely. Footage. And those are my favorite to watch. Yeah. And so <laughs> sending self-tape footage is like, you really better be able to act when you send it over. Because they, 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 there's nobody behind you. It's just a blank wall behind you because you want to keep it clean. And you just yep. read the lines and you deliver it. So bravo, bravo. Now let's talk about this series. Well, you know, well, you know, you stepped up your game, Soraya. You know what I'm saying? Keisha Jones. That's, I, I, <laughs> I got the name right. Keisha Jones, right? This is, yes. This is the Keisha Jones story. The Keisha Jones story. Mm-hmm. Little sad little girl. Tell us about the Keisha Jones and the message of envy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So envy, we all have dealt with that, I'm sure, at some point in our lives. Jealousy and envy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Keisha has come from a lot of loss in her life. Right. And a lot of struggle and a lot of absence and a lot of longing for something she doesn't have. So she she her mom dies and then she finds her estranged father that she never knew. And the other thing that she finds when she finds her father is how successful he is and that she has a sister. She didn't know this part, you know, of her life. And um, uh, envy comes with that because we're talking about a girl that sleeps in her car and, and, and goes to work and take, takes bird baths and goes to work. Mm-hmm. And then she, she learns of her dad and her sister and they live in a mansion and they drive a nice car and they have a very respectful, beautiful, loving relationship with each other. And she envies this so much so to where she does things that are out of her character. Um, I really love that this is a T.D. Jakes production. There's some faith in there that is really cool. It's not overbearing, but it's definitely a streamline in the movie where, um, you know, Keisha has some... Some she, she's issues. dealing with some faith issues, issues. With, with her relationship with God, and we see her redemption at the end. And so I'm super well, you know, the thing about it for people to see this. I just want to, Soraya, let me just talk about you and this character development because see, I I don't want everybody, I don't want to gloss over the the the, the character changes you have to make, the emotional changes, because it is a it's a faith based movie with all not heavy faith. I would put it like that. It's not heavy right. faith, but it's about envy, and we all deal with it. And your character is about, you know, being shown an opportunity and how you deal with it. You have DC Youngfly, you know, he's on. He's like he's like the he's like that little negative spirit. I always tell people I talk about negative spirits and positive spirits. You know, you have right. your your newfound father Elijah, his character. He's your positive spirit. And then you have DC Youngfly. He's your negative spirit that's on your shoulder. And your father keeps trying to let you know that there's a sense of reality and trying to get you to buy into it. But then you have DC Youngfly telling you, stick to the stick to the plan, stick to the plan. Because as we watch you drift through the movie, you start, you, you start going back and forth. Should you do this? Should you come over to your father's side, who is Elijah's side of the world? Or you should you stick to the original plan? That's what DC CC Youngfly is talking about. Talking about so talk about that because I thought that was key in me buying into your your strong acting as well as me staying with the movie because I know that was a hard role to be able to deliver and also you had to play a, a, an evil spirit a cunning person so you you had a lot of things going on there you know you played the little you played the the attractive person you played the young sister you played the 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 mom who had lost a child it was a lot of levels how was you able to pull all those things off so i don't want people to i don't want people to think that you're doing empire 2 you're not 
You're doing a really deeply uh, thought out role that it gives you a lot of different levels and all of them you play effectively. I really appreciate that. Um, one, because I always said anything I do after Empire, I want it to be groundbreaking in the way of people's perspective of me and and in showing real acting chops so i really appreciate that um and that's what i really loved about this character that she was she had so many layers and she was so flawed um which which i enjoy because that's real right we all are so flawed and we have so many layers and trauma that we've been through um so for each segment of the movie i kind of broke it down um, and I was able to connect myself to those moments with real things that I've been through, um, and, and, and having empathy for her and not playing her. So, um, like too vindictive, I feel like there is moments, like you said, where she was starting to believe like, Hey, I can't have this life with my dad and, and maybe they do want me around and, mm -hmm. and maybe I am accepted and they love me. And then she has these moments where she feels a little rejected and she calls, you know, she calls DC young flies character <laughs> and, and then she puts her back on the road. <laughs> so I think, he was I think focused, there's, baby. A, there's an DC extreme polarity to her and, in this movie, and that's what makes it so interesting to me, is because you're seeing this girl go through all of these emotions, and but you also can relate to her. Um, and by the end, she does get her redemption, and you don't. I hope don't, 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 don't give them too much. Don't give too much. Come on, come on, Soraya. Don't give them too much. They need to watch this because because you know I, I enjoy. First of all, I'm enjoying the interview talking to you because I love talking to young talent. And because there's such a future ahead of you, and we don't know what the future is, but you are a hard worker. And if you stay true to the course and you have a, you know, you brought up your mom several times, so you have a foundation to fall back on. And you have faith. And this movie is about faith. It, it allows you, and it's also a movie that is a, uh, all African-American cast, but it's relatable to anybody. I don't care if you're black, brown, white. You can reach Absolutely. into this movie and realize you see that character. Keisha Jones could be Lisa Lisa Epstein, okay? That, that's because they, we all have those parts in our lives that allow us to be disenfranchised. And how do we react when the opportunity is given to us? And that's what stood out for me in this role, and that's what you was able to do. And... When, when I look at you now, and there's a, it's a high level of innocence that you show in this interview, and that's that, I, I think that allows you to do what you do. Because when I, when I look at people, and I've been fortunate to cast a lot of people from Nick Cannon to, to Kim Whitley to Gabriel Union, and Taraji P. Henson, you know, Terrence Howard, I know all these people. And, and you're coming from a body of work where you had kind of like a master class working with these two people because their styles are different. <laughs> But that that Taraji P. Henson, she no joke. Now, if you if you want to come on a series now and learn something about acting, come on now, tell everybody that about Taraji P. Henson, now, Soraya. Woo! Taraji is a force to be reckoned with. Um, I watched her and Terrence many days when I was wrapped from work, and I said, "Can I just stay and please just watch them do this scene because they are so amazing and together so amazing, but so." interesting separately and in, in her and uh terrence are just 
genius. And you know what it is it, to me, it's just, they're fearless and they attack each moment like that. So they're definitely my two, um, forever will be my two go-tos in my head, in the back of my mind where I'll, I'll listen to them telling me, just go for it. Just go for it. Let it go. Mm -hmm. Well, great. Well, I want to wrap talking about a couple of projects that you have coming up. Favorite Sons, directed, Favorite Sons, excuse me, directed by Robin Givens, and also Black Mafia. I know you can't tell us anything about that. The 50 Cent movie, you track us down, beat us up. But let's talk about Favorite Son and uh, what, what, what role you play in that, and also Black Mafia Family. Oh, and favorite son, super excited because Robert Robin Givens directed this, and she's like one of my favorites. <laughs> um, so I I play um, a girlfriend and a choir member to the church, um, a girlfriend to one of the the pastor's sons, um, and she also is a very layered character, which is awesome because she goes through something in faith with her faith as well, but more in the church. Because I feel like a lot of people in church, um, they're trying to put the best foot forward as they should. And, and they're trying to live their life right now. That doesn't exempt them from life like the rest of us. So I think the character that I play on that, on that movie um, is a testament to that. And it's a testament to not judge each other so crucially mm -hmm. and to understand that, that life still happens to you. So there's some, there's some twists and turns in there. With my character, once again, um, you might you might love her, you might hate her. Uh, <laughs> well, that's all but right. It's, but it's super dope. I play opposite of Jonathan McReynolds and Rotimi. Um, Mr. Power, and, Mr. Power, or Mr. Power. Mr. Power, uh, and he's amazing. And so I'm, I'm so grateful to have shared this screen with them as well. And that's gospel um, singer. Yes. And then in, in the BMF story, I play the baby mother to uh, Meech, which is one of the Flannery br brothers mm -hmm. um, and one of the main the main the main guys who, who made it all happen. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well. Uh, first of all, I know you can't tell too much about that, you know, because it's, 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 but you've told me enough to know, first of all, you're fantastic. April 17th, we'll be looking at your lifetime starring in the role Envy. Also, you have a project coming out directed by Robin Givens called Favorite Son, and we're going to see you in the Black Mafia family, if you call it BMF, you know, one of those big 50 cents projects. Again, thank you for coming on the show. Now you have a new single. When does the single drop? Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, the single is going to drop in a couple months. I don't have a hard date, but mm -hmm. I will definitely let you guys know. Uh, but definitely be on the lookout for that one because I'm so excited and everyone loves it when they hear it. it's perfect for the summertime. Well, you, you're awesome. And uh, keep winning and tell your mom hi. I know I don't know her, but definitely when you, you, you have all the uh, qualities <laughs> of, a, of a great daughter. And uh, I feel fortunate <laughs> to interview you. You're special and keep winning, okay? Thank you so much. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com or go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.